75. That's, That's so weird. weird. <laughs> <laughs> that, all right. So so there's there's a lot of weirdness happening in this episode. This is a milestone episode. So, of course, there would be some kind of strange fuck up here. But um, this is episode 75. And usually Tyler is the moderator of these. That means usually Tyler is the one sending me the invite, doing the pre-chat with me. And then he hits record. And then he says 75. And then we're up and running. This time, uh, Tyler is is just in a whole mess of things. Um, <laughs> so I get to be Tyler, which is very confusing because we have our names side by side. And usually it's Tyler and Eric. Right now, yep. since I'm the moderator, I'm Tyler. And when he came in, he's also Tyler. So here's Tyler and Tyler reporting live. Team TNT. Team TNT. Uh, so how are you, Tyler? Uh, fine. It's, it's good to be back, Tyler. It's good to hear your voice. And... <laughs> This is wonderful. Hi, everybody. (laughs) How are you? There's so much going on, Tyler. There's so much fucking weirdness. I mean, dude, where do we even begin, man? This is episode 75. So it's it again, it's a milestone episode. Um, It's it's really crazy, man, because like I listen to our old episodes from time to time, just quality and, you know, just check myself, make sure I'm speaking correctly. Um, I I caught myself and I started speaking a little bit slower because I talk like an auctioneer. (laughs) Um, but, but I think it was episode like 40 something. And I'm like, Tyler, can you believe we made it to 40 something, whatever number it was? And you're like, I can't believe we made it past three. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So Tyler, again, I ask you, sir, all these, all these weeks later, Tyler, can you believe we made it to episode 75? Is this the golden anniversary? Is that what 75 is? I think you're buying me China at this point, Tyler. Don't get cheap. Oh, good. The country? (laughs) Uh, the country also yeah (laughs) um god man there's there's just so much dude and and you know i've been making those sound clips for our instagram page and oh yeah it's it's really fun doing that tyler because like you know i skim through some of our our older episodes and then i find like a little clip and then i cut it and and do the whole process um as i skim through the old episodes you just realize how much ground we've covered over the 75 episodes that we've had. And if you mm. add in the bonus episodes, if you add in the I Want to Be A episodes, we have like well into the high 80s right now. Nice. So that's really, really cool. Speaking of high 80s, I checked our Instagram page. As of this morning, we have 84 followers. We're getting there. We're almost at 100. Okay. Um, we have a giveaway that we just did with Seal that was awesome. Um. And really, Tyler, even just the amount of guests we've had on, we're like the Simpsons of podcasts. We are. We're we're tapping into pop culture at this point. This we really great. are. We're predicting <laughs> the future. Just wait. <laughs> I, I I really hope not, Tyler, because neither one of us have anything good, right? <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> this is all shit. <laughs> it's <laughs> listen, we, we do our absolute best, and I'm I'm really happy that we did it to 75, Tyler. And cheers to the next 75. All right. Uh, um we have a lot of guests coming up man we have a lot of guests coming up our friend keaton's coming up our friend liz is coming up uh of course we're gonna have you know more seal in the future and we have a lot of guests and we have a lot of ground to uh, cover and we have a lot of i want to be a's but right now for episode 75 i just wanted to bring in some like fun things um i don't even know where to start man because these are so random um okay let's start with this one tyler have you ever started Googling something and it does the auto finish for you where it's where it thinks it knows where you're going with the question? Yeah. So these are five of the dumbest things that Google was forced to suggest. Okay. So someone typed in, what would a 
and it completed what would a chair look like if your knees bent the other way? Oh my, my fucking head hurts. Is that a kneeler at that point? Like at the church? Like what is that? I Dude, there's like a little illustration. It was hilarious, but I just thought it was so funny that it's like you just type what would A and that's where Google went and oh. these are going to get better. So this person typed in do and then the letter G and it started with do gingers have ginger pubes? Oh my. <laughs> Google got racy. Yeah, it got spicy right away right there. Um, how about this one? I am E. This is the letter E. <laughs> I am extremely terrified of Chinese people is what came up in that one. Oh, oh Lord. You have to wow. think of you have to think of why these are so funny, Tyler. And the reason why it's hilarious to me is because there's an algorithm. So I'm guessing enough people wrote that that oh, yeah. that's one of the default uh, uh, fill-ins, right? I guess that's the the awfulness of the pandemic. I guess that that drove that question. Holy cow! I didn't even put two and two together. That's that's really fascinating. Um, here's here's another interesting one. Why is my G? And that filled in. Why is my goldfish turning black? Oh, that's um, dead, honey. <laughs> yeah, why is my goldfish floating upside down? Is, is yeah. what it should have been, you know? Uh, <laughs> or or you cooked it too long. I don't know. Either one. It, <laughs> it's no longer sushi. It's it's far from raw at this point. Lady. Right. It's, it's Cajun <laughs> at this point. It's Cajun, yeah. Um, and the final one, I, I couldn't stop laughing at this. I like to T.A. So I don't know <laughs> what they were going for, but it, they wrote, I like to T.A., and it went, I like to tape my thumbs to my hands to see what it would be like to be a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, first of all, that's a very long uh, uh, fill right there, right? Yeah. And second of all, again, there's an algorithm. So enough people looked this up that they thought, oh, here's another person that likes to tape their thumbs together to see what a dinosaur would feel like. Do you think that people like, you know, for any of these, we're just like telling their friends or everyone like keep putting this in Google, keep putting this in Google. So people just get fucked up if they had normal questions like uh, <laughs> they put like, I want I want to take, you know, you know, like I want to take my family somewhere. Where can I take my family? Instead, yeah. they get the bullshit. I What if I tape my thumbs to my hands and walk around <laughs> like a dinosaur? Just fuck up their whole search history or whatever. I, I like to think that, yes, but the thing is, you have to imagine how many people it takes to, to knock an algorithm. Oh, many so, thousands. So I hope so, to God the social circle here is immense so that they just have everyone. Yeah, they just screwed yeah. up Google. They broke Google. So I'm wondering if we can make our own, Tyler, with the, with, the, with the following and the power that we have. So what should we do? What's a good one? I want I, to, and then write, listen to Team TNA podcast. <laughs> yeah you know so all 84 of you out there plus eric so that's 86 of us i think we could all make it happen yeah i we want to the, we could all become the number 666th podcast on spotify let's do it we're climbing we're climbing the ropes on on uh on uh breaker tyler we're, we're way up there man are we on spotify we're on spot <laughs> yes I, we I, are on spotify i know there's some controversy with spotify at the moment yeah, but, we're on Spotify, and um, we we have no official stance as of this moment. Oh, good. There's Perfect. other controversial things that I want to talk about, Tyler, that unfortunately, because of the day I had, 
Um, Tyler, Tyler offered to record this episode a half hour earlier and I jumped on it and then my day went to hell and it ended up being a half hour later, almost than we wanted to start it initially. Yeah. Um, so in our pre-show chat, Tyler, I forgot to mention to you something that came up, you know, just randomly in my mind today and I wanted to bring this up, but now, now, now we're eight minutes in, so I can't say, Hey, let's turn it off and start it again after I ask you this question. Mm. So. You remember, I uh, I can't remember what, what the name of the Marvel movie was, but the one with Thanos that he snapped his fingers and half the population disappeared, right? Yeah, uh, Infinity War. Infinity War. Okay, you know I have a warped fucking mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> God, we're going to get in trouble for this one day. First right, of well, all, I... Be careful. Okay, so first of all, I think he was right. First of all, I think it it, it really, there's too many people... I think if he did it and we had half the population just all at once, I think we could go forward correctly. You know what I mean? Mm. My question is, Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, I don't want to get us in trouble, man, but I have to ask you this and I don't want to forget. What if someone has a conjoined twin? Well, I mean, it wouldn't necessarily be them. It's It's completely random. So both of them could be fine. But otherwise, uh, things could get pretty messy. So if one disappears all at once, does it cauterize? Or uh, or is the person about to just, you know, gush out till they're gonna, also dead? Yeah, it's, it's probably going to start gushing. Yeah, they're both gone. Yeah, you see, those are the kind of fucked up things that That's I think about. That's a fascinating idea. You see, Actually. Because, yeah, right, Tyler, because if it's, isn't it supposed to be as if they never existed, even though the people remember that they existed? Like, it would be Team TNA podcast, but all of a sudden, Eric doesn't fucking exist anymore. Right. So my question is, is it anymore, or is it never existed? It's, it's just a, anymore, it's right? Anymore. It's anymore, yeah, because they all remember that they had that whole therapy group scene. That's, so, okay. That's horrific. Isn't that... Isn't like, it like there, there's conjoined twins? Like, does one person just disappear and just like there's just like, you know, just the body's kind of OK or man, they never covered that in uh, WandaVision. <laughs> I, I want to answer. So, yeah, that's something I thought about. That's the random fucked up things that I think about. Um, there was another one that's even worse that I'm going to tell you off there later. And if you think it's OK, I'll mention it on episode 76. Um, I can't imagine it's going to get past your filter. Mm. But that's that's just something I thought of. Okay. That's a great question. That's I. Oh my god! Who? I, it's something to be brought up. You see, it, this it, is what have happened. Yeah, this is why I don't sleep good at night, Tyler. You see? <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you ever? Wow. I'm sure. You, I'm sure you do. Everyone does. But what's like? Can you remember the last time that you were lying in bed and you're like, "Hey, what about this?" And that was it for you. Like, do you remember anything like that recently? Oh. Not, not off the top. Mostly I've just been trying to just go to sleep and just thinking about the dread <laughs> of the next day. Jeez, um, man. As we go on, maybe I'll come up with something. <clears throat> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, another thing I wanted to share, and again, this is in my haste of getting this episode going and me being the one. That, you see what happens when you when I say 75 instead of you, it just throws the whole thing for a loop because usually you would have said 75. We would have mm-hmm. left. And gotten into some stories and then got it into the episode. Instead, I jumped right into the episode and now I want to tell you the stories I have. Uh-huh. So I was driving in the car with my brother and a client called me. And my brother was like getting a text message and trying to open an email. He was sitting next to me and he couldn't 
get one screen down so the other screen would come up. So he's playing with his phone and it was like a second. It, it, it happened perfectly, Tyler. I answer the phone and my brother's just like, fuck. Yes, perfect. <laughs> so so the the guy, he's like a regular client of mine. He's like, uh, Eric. And I started laughing like hell, man, because my brother just yelling like, fuck, <laughs> as soon as this person answered the phone. It's not a proper uh, greeting. It, it reminded me of, um, you remember in Mrs. Doubtfire when he was doing all the voices and as soon as like uh, uh, Miranda answered the phone, he just like screamed and yelled, yeah. get back in your cell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I just imagine being on the other side of that and just, you know, calling you. And as soon as as soon as the phone answers, all, all of a sudden I hear, fuck, and it's not even you, you know, it's like someone else in the car. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> so <laughs> most days so that just fucking got me man that just that just killed me dude um we're bouncing a lot in this episode man now, now let's get right back to it uh i have five mm. of the dumb dumbest u.s state laws oh uh, good of course the first one comes from california tyler what the hell's happening with california first of all man i i don't know it, it's good it's bad it's good it's it's <sighs> weird shit People are crazy. There's still homeless people running around with machetes. You still get that text all the oh, time oh, from all citizen. The time. I don't all know the where time. they're getting the machetes from. So this is another question I have for you and another tangent we're going to jump into, but it's episode 75 and we're going to keep it real because that's what we are. This is classic team TNA. Yeah. Do you ever like see the assumptions people make of you and you're like, how the hell do people see me? You know what I mean? I, um, yeah, actually. Yeah, you know, you you know what I'm talking about. So, so yeah. case point, um, we had Isla's mom over one time, and I went in. You know, at the end of the night, we had dinner. You know, we drank some wine, whatever. I drove her home. I drop her off. Um, by the time I get back home, it's it's a five minute drive. By the time I get back home, Isla gets a, a message from her mom. Hey, um, there's fist fighting like two blocks from me. Is Eric home? And is Eric okay? Yeah. <laughs> so it made me it made me realize that that the way she sees me is someone that would just get you know pull over and fist fight someone in the street. So that it was that kind of day. That's what that she saw in you. <laughs> she saw the rage in your eyes over dinner. <laughs> yeah, the right. fire, the passion. Yeah, I said pass the salt, lady. <laughs> Someone's going down. That's and that that's where her mind went. So so that's what you know. So I'm like, wow, man, like. And since that day, I always make fun of her for it. Like anytime there's anything on Citizen, um, <laughs> today, today as I was driving home, uh, Isla sends me a text. She's like, "So there was some lady got shot in San Fernando. Um, my mom probably thinks that it was either you that got shot or you that did the shooting." Right. That sounds you about know? right. That's so fucking funny, Tyler. Like that's how people think of me, Tyler, as the person that pulls over and fist fights someone two blocks from their house after dropping them off and having a wonderful evening. You know? Yes. <laughs> that happened with my grandparents once. Like okay. my grandmother, she was like, oh, I, I saw something the other day and I, I immediately thought of you. And I was like, oh, what was it? She's like, oh, well, I was in an antique shop and uh, I met this guy and he said he was a filmmaker, but he makes really, really bad movies. And I immediately thought <laughs> of you. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Well, I'm glad you're thinking of me. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you think of shit movies, you think of me. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's yeah. it's 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 like in um what was the name of that movie? Coming to America, you remember? 
She's oh, he's he's like, uh, oh, I came in here to uh, empty your wastebasket. Anytime you think of garbage, you think of Akeem. Akeem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh. man, Cal- California is just getting fucking weird, Tyler. I mean, there's nothing but, you know, weirdos with machetes. Trash fires. Constantly. Trash dumpster fires on every corner. Uh, yeah. Fireworks and or gunshots going off. Which yeah. I like the and or. It's like someone getting shot and then someone did fireworks because of someone getting shot. I was, um, I was, I had like an insomnia night about a week and a half ago and I, I heard a helicopter overhead and I was like, okay, it, I mean, it's kind of usual at this point, but then citizen went off like, oh, okay. helicopter overhead. All right, fine. <clears throat> Literally 30 seconds later, citizen user, uh, looking at police presence, citizen again, armed robbery at a sushi place. Oh, and I'm shit. hearing all of these because uh, my building is on a very wide street that connects to a huge, well-known street. And I'm yeah. hearing fucking siren, 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 siren. Like, it did not stop. And, like, citizen, like, like I've never seen so many citizen users go live at once. There must have been <laughs> 10 lives at the same time. And everyone was focused on, like, a sushi restaurant. And oh, it was shit. like, and it's like an armed armed robbery at a closed sushi restaurant. Everyone's like, "This is bullshit." There's something else going on. Something else. There's something afoot here. <laughs> you know, it was something like <laughs> something crazy. And it's just like, oh my god, why is there so many fucking cops for a sushi restaurant? It's the cash register. Seriously, yeah. Give them the two hundred dollars and let them go, man. Like, oh. what the hell? Wow, two, man. This was it's... like this was like at one thirty in the morning or something. I, I couldn't sleep at that point. I was just watching the new Pam and Tommy show at that at that late at night, which is, is awesome, it, by the way. I was about to ask, is it any good? Seal's wife sent it to me. She's like, if you haven't seen it yet, you have to watch this. And like, usually she's on par with like, you know, what's what's good. So the the woman that plays <laughs> Pamela Anderson, she's she's the female, like she's the love interest from Baby Driver. Okay. Oh, I like her. Okay. Yeah. The transformation with her is incredible. And the thing that gets me every time, like the one thing that with Pamela Anderson that I associate with other than, you know, the size of her boobs is uh-huh. when she talks, she does like this upper lip kind of snarl thing. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like, it's an interesting way her mouth moves when she talks. It's very okay. specific to her. This okay. actress pulls that off perfectly. So every time, so I'm always lost when she's acting. It's like, oh my god, this is this is just like Pamela Anderson. <laughs> she does an Damn. amazing job. Emmy Emmy goes to her. That's awesome, man. And that yeah, shit, the the word goes to. That's awesome, man. Yeah, but it but it is good though. It is interesting. I mean, it's a crazy show. I mean, I don't know how much of it is actually true because not much is known about the guy that leaked it. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's the stuff that's the most fascinating. Because that's the stuff we don't know about. Like, I, I don't care if I ever see Pam and Tommy for the rest of my life. I've, we, yeah. I think we've all seen them way too much in different phases of our lives. But the yeah. story about the leaking of the tape and the beginning of, like, sort of the internet porn boom and how all of that was, like, the Wild West. Like, that's all fascinating. So, to me, yes. To me, the throw-off, and I, I, I hate to say it, dude, but to me, the throw-off was that Seth Rogen was in it. And I'm like, what the hell does he have to do with anything here? He's great. Is he? he? He's pretty much the main focus of the show. Really? He's the, he's like the culprit. Okay. 
All right. Well, I, I'm definitely going to take a look. I mean, now now I have two people that you know I hold in high regard that gave me that recommendation. So I'm definitely going to check it out. But it's we'll get back to Seth Rogen. I have, I have some beef with Seth Rogen. That's really interesting that he came up here. Okay. So five dumbest U.S. state laws. Uh, Tyler, you and I are both in California. Let's talk about no eating frogs that die in frog jumping contests. California takes frogs' rights seriously. According to state law, a person a person is allowed to possess any number of live frogs for frog jumping contests. But if a frog dies or is killed, it must be destroyed as soon as possible and not to be eaten or otherwise for any purpose. All so, right. All right. Um, Washington State. Bigfoot hunters beware. Scamania County, Washington, passed a law in 1969 deeming the slaying of Bigfoot to be a felony and punishable by up to five years in prison. The law was later amended, designating Bigfoot as an endangered species. Now, I think it was an episode or two ago. I think it... Yeah. And I asked you, I'm like, would this be a thing? Or would they have a term for it if they didn't know something more than we know? So mm. if there's officially state laws against killing Bigfoot, and if it's officially an endangered species, Tyler, all I'm saying is, do they know something we don't know? Kind of. Careful, you're going to conspiracy theory territory. This is how it starts. <laughs> all right, we'll leave, we'll leave it right there. We're going to start with the lizard people soon. <laughs> um, North Carolina. Spotify has enough problems. Yeah, right? Yeah, I don't want to get canceled anymore, Tyler. Damn it. I'm tired of everyone, like, gunning for us, man. Um, In North Carolina, no meetings if members are in costume. This one's very interesting. In North Carolina, it's illegal to hold a meeting or demonstration while wearing masks, hood, or other costume. The law sounds random, but it was likely passed to crack down on Ku Klux Klux Klan activities in the state. So you see, it's like a funny sounding law. It's like, Tyler, all right, man, I'm going to dress up like Spider-Man and you dress up like Batman and let's meet. And then we'll both get arrested. But really, it's for the KKK. Wow. Um, Here's one. Uh, Nevada. No lying down on the sidewalk. In Reno, Nevada, it's illegal to sit down or lie down on a public sidewalk. The law states that no person shall sit or lie down upon a public sidewalk or upon a blanket, chair, stool, or any other object placed on a public sidewalk in the downtown Reno Regional Center. Um, that's one step away from putting up signs that say, do not homeless. I mean, have you ever been to Vegas? Like half the <laughs> fucking populations on the sidewalk. It's just drunk, <laughs> it's just drunk people constantly. I, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, give me one second. Let me just take a drink real quick. My favorite one, and there was a lot to choose from. There was a lot to choose from, but I'm trying to do fives of things. My favorite one, and I, I pulled this one just for you, Tyler. Mm. Um, in New Mexico, where, where you and I are moving, idiots can't vote. For over a century, New Ooh. Mexico law stipulated that idiots were ineligible to vote. Only in 2016, the discriminatory language, which referred to mentally disabled people, was finally repealed. Oh, my God. Dude, this oh, no. fucking thing held it for over a century, and only only a handful of years ago, dude, only six years ago, they they amended this thing. Oh no, <laughs> that's so. But awful. until until 2016, Tyler, idiots couldn't vote in New Mexico. So fucking oh. God bless them over there, man. No, but you know what they mean, though. Oh. Okay, but 
Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like how 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 yeah. they phrased it in their weird way is one thing. Me agreeing that idiots shouldn't be allowed to vote is completely standalone from from their you know interpretation of it. I I think it's crazy, Tether. Oh um, gosh. Sebastian Maniscalco said the comedian said, "You go to jury duty, and you see all these people sitting in the jury room." that they themselves are one step away from being a defendant. Yeah. It's just wild, man. And I keep wanting to ask Seal if they have jury duty in Sweden. Like, jury duty is the craziest fucking thing there is. I know you love it. But... Well, because I was spoiled, that's why. <laughs> I, I didn't have to do patent law or anything like that. Yeah, but like... I, I mean... It, it really is the pulse of society, and it really is when you're in jury duty. It's just a fascinating idea, man. You get all these people with, like, their own ideas, and it's just Joe Schmo from down the street, and it's, you know, Jane Schmo from down the street, and you don't know who these people are or how it works. Yeah. And these people have no idea about the laws or anything like that, and these are people that are deciding a person's fate. Yeah. Just the idea of it's crazy to me. There's a reason lawyers went to school. There's a reason judges went to school. And there's a reason that this guy works at Taco Bell and is now going to decide if you're guilty of, of larceny or whatever. Just don't you ask know. him to have to spell it, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when when you went, I know you're not allowed to talk about the case. I don't know if that's a forever thing. But when you no, went. I can. Yeah. I so, mean, it, okay. it's, it's like almost this is nine years ago at this point. Yeah, so basically we almost hit the, the statute of limitations, right? The statue of limitations? The statue of limitations has, has neared its uh, ugly head. So yeah. when you went, how were the how were the people in the jury with you? Uh the jury was fine. I I, <laughs> I did not have a problem with any of the jury. Uh we you know, we all came to a logical conclusion. Um everybody was pretty on it. Um you know, got lucky, in all honesty. Thank God. Don't you don't you worry about and I know I know everyone listening has heard about those cases where there's a deadlock jury. Yeah. Because it does have to be was your case one where it has to be unanimous? Yeah, it was murder. Oh shit, man. Was that your and that was your first time doing jury duty, right? <laughs> yeah, first well, yeah, technically it was my third time during jury duty, but the only time I've ever been on a jury. So actually selected to go in where you already Correct. passed the stage of sitting and waiting. Correct. Yes. So, so you're fucking poor Tyler. First time <laughs> getting selected. They're like, Hey, let's talk about murder right here. It's a full on murder trial. Going, Tyler, we are going head first into this. Tyler was the guy guilty. He was guilty. Um, the f interesting thing though, was there was a part vigilante kind of thing going on where the defendant kind of murdered this well-known awful you know drugged up kind of guy that was known for really causing trouble in this neighborhood that causing like people pain and harm and oh shit I, I believe was an abusive I don't know if he if he was married, but a, an abusive partner as well. Like he was truly just an awful human being, and he was very well known. He was like the village bad guy, and um, the this man who had had enough, who was living in his car, um, had had enough being punked by this guy. Took a rifle out, shot him right then and there. Um, it was it was pretty much open and shut. Uh, it was 
it was kind of like in a uh, set. I'll give it like the real twist of this. I'll get to in a minute, but um, it was kind of like in a, you know, well-known, sh- there were shops around and everything. So there was like four or five security cameras that literally got this whole thing at different angles. Yeah. Um, and the, you, the craziest thing about it was this happened right across the street in an alleyway from the courthouse that we were at. Oh, no and, way, man. And the judge specifically said to us, the jury, do not go and look at that alley. Did you go home? We know the parking lot is right there. Well, you can literally see it right where everyone's cars <laughs> are. You can literally okay. see where this happened. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was it was it was crazy. I mean, it's it's I always thought like, you know, to me, like when you're a jury duty, it always seems like the the courthouse you're going to is pretty distant from where a crime happens. Yeah, not in but the parking lot. Not yeah, like literally not right across the street. But yeah, I mean, it was the case was horrible. You know, it was you know unfortunate what happened, but it was the process was really fascinating. So so I mean, there's there's obviously circumstances here. I mean, the guy seemed like kind of in the right, even though he did something so wrong. I mean, he murdered a person, but kind of yeah. this like horrible villain of the town person. I mean, do you it know how the sentencing of, went? No, we were not involved in the sentencing at all. Um, uh, what the hell was I about to say? It was more of like a karma thing, I guess. What happened to the guy that was murdered and, and all that. And no, we I never looked up the sentencing. I did look up the case after we were excused. And shockingly, only one of our local television stations actually reported it. And the article was like two paragraphs max. But jeez, it was a fact. I mean, I was a fact. I mean, I would have written like a multi-page paper about this. I mean, it was a hell of a story. All the characters involved in this. That that is that is really fascinating. I mean, just out of your own curiosity, Tyler, would you look up the? Would you look it up just to see how sentencing went today, or or no? Yeah, I, I mean, I I would have been interested. Uh, you know what? One of the most awkward parts of this was. There was one day where I had parked my car and I was walking across the street and I had just happened to be at the waiting at the stop sign, walking up to both the defendant and his family. And oh, they shit. both and I'm short and these are tall people and they're both looking down at me. I'm looking up at them and I, I really don't know what to do at this point. Like, I, I really I was like, oh, God, please. Where's the little man on the walk sign so we can just go? I can't stay here anymore. So Are you're like, sir, please don't kill me. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, I, I really I, did. They I recognize so you, Tyler. Did they recognize you from the jury room? Oh, yeah. From the- yes, because we're all, you know, we're looking at the defendant. You know, these family members are crying at times because it's too hard for them. And yeah, it's it was a that was a, a very, very long wait to cross the street. Man, I can't even imagine. Yeah, I can't even imagine. That's crazy. You know, I I just you know you remember I had jury duty uh, not long ago, but I thankfully didn't get called in. But um, my my only thing is, and and it's funny because we were talking about this the other day. The only thing I have a problem with jury duty is that I don't get paid to be there because I'm self employed. It's it's just it's just an entire loss for me. Mm. If I was at a place that I was getting paid, I have no problem to go and and do my duty. I think it's I think it's cool. Also, yeah. Um, I see why people hate it because it's, it's, it can be drawn out. It could, you know, take forever. Um, you may have problems at work. You may have deadlines that you have, you know, it's, it's, it is inconvenient. I mean, they just drop something on you. Yeah. 
But for me, me specifically, if I didn't, if I wasn't self-employed, I think I would put up less of a fight, you know, to get excused or try to find reasons why I, you know, shouldn't have to go to that. Right. Um, let's talk George Romero, Tyler. Oh my! You know God. who that is? <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know who that is? I thought. I, I thought. You know what? It's episode seventy-five. Let's let's give Tyler a little treat. Tyler, why is George Romero so cool in Tyler World? Why does he get so so much praise and love from Mr. Media himself? Why? Uh, well, I guess in pop culture, he's known as the father of creating the modern day zombie that we all know, the flesh eating ghoul. Um, uh, I saw Night of the Living Dead at a very impressionable age. I think I was like eight or nine years old, right around the time I saw Halloween. Uh, <laughs> kind of, t- kind of unnerved. wasn't scared, but kind of unnerved. Re- saw him again. Um. You know, again, in high school, saw the movie, moved on to Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, etc. And he's one of the people that kind of made me see that you could really put social commentary and what's going on in the world into writing. Even if it seems like a silly horror movie, you can really comment about things that are bothering you or stuff that's going in the country. And he's one of the reasons why I love film and went to film school. That's that's really really interesting. So so if you were selling George Romero to someone, what movie would you tell them they have to see? Uh, probably Dawn of the Dead, because I think the that's Dead. the most accessible. Because it's you know, we're still a very consumer country. We we still I think all of us buy way too much, and that's pretty much what Dawn of the Dead is commenting on. It's just the, the overabundance of shit that we think we need but we don't and what movie would you tell people i know this is not a george to romero. <laughs> yeah i know this is george romero please don't judge him too harshly what movie would that be uh that would be i think diary of the dead which diary is his second to last movie which is a found footage zombie movie um, jesus and it's it is bad it's Damn. fucking terrible um he's jumping on a trend at the time it's really just about there's a lot of military stuff like day of the deadhead but it's stupid they do actually have a reference to night of the living dead where you can hear in the background the same tv news reports which is Mm -hmm. fun because the movies he has said are technically in the same universe but have never specifically referenced each other so that's the only time it's ever referenced another one but um yeah it's fucking bad all right so there there you have it and let's talk george romero five facts ah. um, I'm, I'm wondering what you do or don't know of these tyler his first job in the film business was with mr rogers yes it was romero's first job behind the camera wasn't working on some b-movie monster flick but a million miles from anything remotely related to horror mr rogers neighborhood the young filmmaker had recently graduated from Carnegie Mellon University and landed a job filming a small segment in which Mr. Rogers goes to the hospital for tonsillectomy. Since both had Pittsburgh connections, Romero got his formal education there and Rogers worked in local television. Some sort of collaboration was probably inevitable. Romero has said everyone knew him from the area uh, and that he started with Fred. <laughs> um, Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? <laughs> it, it it is, man. It is. Um, while while Romero described the legendary children's TV host as incredibly nice and dedicated to his craft, 
Rogers did put his foot down when it came to zombies. Originally, <laughs> I wanted to use Betty Al- Aberlin, who played Lady Aberlin on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood in the role of uh, Judy in Night of the Living Dead. Romero told Time Magazine in 2010, Fred said no. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. That's interesting. That's fascinating. That, that would have been funny. So there's one. You wow. see, so we stumped Tyler. That's that's one for one. Let's keep going here. Um, where are we? She probably put a better Judy than the one that they got anyway. Because <laughs> she was uh, not an he, actress. She was a receptionist that they got to play Judy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, here's one for you. And and this is very Tyler. This is very Mr. Media right here. He turned down the chance to uh, to direct Scream. Right? Isn't that nuts? It's no secret that West that Scream revived Wes Craven's career years after a dull stretch. Well, he lucked out in the end. The slasher movie that launched a new era, a new era in teen screams, floated around to several other notable names in horror before finding Craven. The script landed on desks of Robert Rodriguez, Danny Boyle, Sam Raimi, and Romero, who would later admit that turning down the project was probably his biggest career misstep, and he wishes he could take it back. Mm. What do you think? I'm glad he didn't do it. I, I think we've we've talked about Scream before, I think. Yes. I I, yes. I mean, I don't know. I don't wanna I don't wanna spoil what you have on on that list, but is there another movie on there from him that he also did not do? Mm. If not, we'll just talk about that right now too. No, give it to me. Okay, he was also one of the main candidates to direct the uh, 2002 Resident Evil. Oh, no way. Yeah. And he decided not to because of creative differences. Yeah. Yeah. Which is probably for the best, (laughs) I think, too. And he's very Larry David, though, isn't he? He's like, nope. And he leaves, right? Yeah. He's I mean, he's very down to earth. You know, it's his way of the highway. He's not going to talk to a studio. He's always never wanted to work within a studio system. I think the most commercial movie he's ever made is Land of the Dead, which was a straight up universal produced movie. Um, and I know yep. that it wasn't easy for him to do that. <clears throat> so, okay. Especially with the amount of gore he likes to put, you know, you can't, his movies are not really theatrical friendly. Specifically do for the well? gore and stuff. So, I mean, I, I, back in the day, yes, because they were shown like in grindhouse theaters. So they had those audiences. They weren't relying on sort of the mainstream theaters. And, you know, his movies just on home video have just generated so many millions of dollars. And that's where most of that revenue comes from. That's crazy. The licensing and the video and all that stuff. That's 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 crazy. That's crazy for someone to have their their big numbers come from the home part of it rather than the the theatrical part of it. Is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. You Very see, that's common. how little I know about it. And that's why you're Mr. Media. That's why Bruce Willis continues to churn out these straight to video bullshits all the time is that these things still make money. Same with Steven Seagal and all that. It's just it's name value. But these movies make mean nothing. But it's just they're banking off these names. OK, then I have a question for you in regards to that. Would you rather have to watch a new Nicolas Cage movie or a new Steven Seagal movie? Nick Cage. <laughs> because <laughs> Steven Seagal is so fucking off the rails now. Like I've. I've actually it's funny you brought him up because I've been I've been on a big reaction video kick lately and some of them have been watching like these newer Steven Seagal's 
And mm-hmm. half the time, like it's not even Steven Seagal. It's a body <laughs> double that they're shooting from the back. <laughs> okay. And I mean, they're both very wide gentlemen at this point, but you could tell it's not Steven Seagal. Like one of them's waddling. And even though you can't really tell which is waddling, but it's yeah. not Steven Seagal. This is not the man who was marked for death under siege and barrel to hell or whatever the fuck kind of movies that were called. But yeah, yeah. no, you, you don't watch a Steven Seagal movie anymore. No, <laughs> unless, unless you lost a bet. No. Yeah. You know, one of the next bets we do, Tyler, is going to be one of us has to see a Steven Seagal movie. God, I hope you lose. Well, um, are, we, are we picking the Steven Seagal movie or is it like picking out of a hat, which you'll have pick- to eat? <laughs> it's just picking out of the hat, man. And we'll get back to that. Oh, boy. Pray for Under uh, Siege. That's <laughs> the only normal one he has. Yeah, it is. It's uh, so, that movie's actually really good. I saw it when I was a kid, man. I liked it, but I, I don't. You're not allowed to say that you like Steven Seagal movies, so I just stay quiet. Why? Because he ran over all the chickens. <laughs> remember that? Remember when that happened? I I don't, man. Remember? Oh, he had that. Remember he had that reality show on. I think it was on A and E. It was Steven Seagal Lawman. Oh, where he was, he was like a police the sheriff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was some kind of incident, and he went in like with like a. I don't know if it was a tank, but it was like one of those armored vehicles or something. And okay. it, it like went right onto the property and it crushed a bunch of chickens. Oh my. And it, it got a ton of shit for it. Because <laughs> it's well, just guy reckless. Can't win, man. And, yeah, I know. <laughs> at that time, like, didn't he? He's a, We should do a full episode on Steven Seagal and Nick Cage, man. Like, really? Because they're fucking both are just marred by bad luck and bad choices. Um, yeah. I remember when they did that Steven Seagal law, man. Didn't they? Wasn't there like an investigation and they said like he was like enslaving his housekeeper or something? And that's was, when the show got pulled. There was some kind of shit that went on. Like, yeah, it's he doesn't seem like the best dude. His daughter, on the other hand, seems amazing. Um, Arissa LeBrock, who is the product of him and Kelly LeBrock from Weird Science. Uh-huh. Um, she was uh, I think she was an up and comer up and coming wrestler for WWE. Uh, what is it now? Is it F? Now it's E. Now it's WWE. Yeah, okay. get that F out of here. Ah, very nice. Is that is that their <laughs> slo- was that their slogan for a while? In in the beginning, it was yeah. That's funny. That's great. Yeah. Um, she's actually really cool. I think she's a bartender, and I uh, I think a, maybe a DJ or something. She seems very down to earth, and um, and that's why she took her mom's last name. Yeah, I, I know that. I, I don't think there's the best relationship between her and dad, but she seems like an, a really cool person. All right. Yeah. Uh, back to George Romero. Um, he doesn't oh, right. take credit for, for zombies eating brains. Um, That's correct. Zombies, zombies had been around in various forms before Night of the Living Dead, but it's Romero who created the slow, lumbering, revenous, undead, and redefined what zombies were for pop culture. The whole idea of zombies eating brains, though, is something he's not taking credit for. Mm-hmm. And isn't even sure why everyone thinks his brains are like pizza for zombies. Uh, his quote is, I've never had a zombie eat a brain. I have no idea where that come from. Who says zombies eat brains? I remember being a, zomb- a big zombie menu item in Return of the Living Dead back in the mid 80s. Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure where that started. Whenever I sign autographs, they ask me, right, eat brains. I do not understand what that means. I've never had a zombie eat a brain. Mm-hmm. So as to where the brain eating business started, Romero was correct that it pretty much can be traced to 1985's Return of the Living Dead. Director Dan O'Bannon suggested zombies eat brains to provide some relief for the pain they feel. 
And the confusion there is, is that the, the movie original, its original story was by John Russo, who okay. was the co-writer of night of the living dead and night of the living dead. The movie itself is referenced in the beginning of return of the living dead. So that I I've always considered to be that's where the confusion has come from. Got it. Yeah. Got it. All right. Um, this is an interesting one. And if this happens, Tyler, I want you to take me. Um, Night of the Living Dead could become a musical. Jazz hands and sung dialogue in between rabbit chaos. Yes, it could happen. If the idea of watching a group of survivors hiding out in a house and breaking out into song while fighting off murderous zombies sounds fun, then you're in luck because it remains a real possibility. And frankly, kind of surprising it hasn't already happened. If it sounds real, don't be fret because Romero likely won't be involved. Romero told Vanity Fair if he, if he, that he and the others involved in the original were pitched the idea of taking the show to Broadway and said it might actually happen, he just wouldn't be on the playbill. They put a big presentation on for us. Most of the music has already been written, and it's pretty good. I don't know if it's going to happen, but we'll see. I have a problem with somebody doing it. Uh, I have no problem with somebody doing it. I just don't want to be involved. What do you think, Tyler? Uh, I mean, I, 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 uh, hopefully the zombies don't break into song. Um, I mean, if they <laughs> I mean, do, it would be great. Thriller. They happen in Thriller. I mean, it would be great like if they flailed around like and someone lost a limb into the audience or something like that would be actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, they made Evil Dead into a musical and I know it's become a cult favorite. So maybe it would be good. Who knows? Would you see it? I'd want reviews first. That's that's cold, Tyler. That's cold, dude. I'm with Romero. Like, I don't know that it's pretty bold to take something like that and turn into a musical. Yeah. And not everything could be Phantom of the Opera. Which is crap, according to you. <laughs> Le crap. <laughs> Le crap. Um, and the final one, Tyler, did you know that he had a small role in Silence of the Lambs? Yes. In addition to weaving zombies into the fabric of pop culture, Romero played a part in making Pittsburgh something of a hotspot for film locations in the 80s and 90s. His original Dead trilogy, plus Creepshow, Martin and Knight Riders were all shot in the same area. And led to the city courting Hollywood with big money productions like Flashdance, All the Right Moves, and Robocop. When Jonathan <laughs> Demme... What? What happened? No, I just I just love hearing Robocop. It just makes me smile. You said, <laughs> uh, <laughs> when Jonathan Demme came down to Demi. film Silence of... Demi. All right. Demi uh, came to film Silence of the Lambs. He asked Pittsburgh uh, film legend if he would make a cameo, and Romero couldn't turn down the offer. It's quick, but it's the scene where Agent Starling visits Hannibal Lecter in his cell. She's whisked away by several uh, FBI agents, one of them played by Romero. Did you know that? I did. And this motherfucker looks straight into the camera. Does he really? Straight in, like eyes locked on that lens. <laughs> I, 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 la I smile every time because it's just like, it's... <laughs> is it on purpose or is he a bad actor? I don't know, but as a director, like he should know you know play it cool i think what he's doing i think his quote-unquote character is actually looking at hannibal lecter because that's the point of view but it. it's just it's no one else is looking right at the camera except him you know so and, and george is a huge dude and he's got like a very recognizable beard and he just is locked eyes with you the audience at that moment <laughs> perfect 
Roger Corman is also in Silence of the Lambs, too. He plays the FBI director, I think. Okay. Yeah, anyway, yeah. So on, on, on that note, too, then, Tyler, real quick, while, I, while we're on the subject. So everyone knows Alfred Hitchcock did a thing where he would cameo in, in all of his movies within the first five minutes, right? Yeah, it, well, eventually, once he became recognizable, he had to get the cameo out of the way. So, so my question to you does has does or have anyone else done that? Oh yeah, who who do who do you know that does that? Most, or I mean, so it? many directors do. I mean, George Romero literally had an entire role in Martin as a priest, where he has a fair Jeez. amount of screen time. Um, I don't know why this one just came into my mind. Um, David Zucker, who directed uh, The Naked Gun, is in the title sequence. I think he runs out of the way of the car going through the main credits. Uh, he and his Tarantino, bro- right? In Pulp Fiction? Tarant- exactly. Tarantino in Pulp Fiction. He also was in Django Unchained. Um, there's a scene out in the field, and he gets shot, I believe. Um, uh, God, I mean... Sam Raimi is in all uh, is in all of the Evil Dead movies. Uh, yeah, Wes Craven. He was in um, New Nightmare. Uh, yeah. Oh, Wes Craven was in fucking Scream, where he played he wore the Freddy Krueger jacket or sweater That's, rather. Yeah, yeah the the striped one. Yeah, that's really interesting that they write. Do they write themselves in, or are they just like, all right, man, I'm, I'm, I'll be right back, and they just like walk into the scene, or what? They, yeah, they just choose. I mean, I mean, unless there's a specific, you know, talking role, they'll just be like, ah, I'll, I'll be in there that day. It'll be fun. It's fun, you know. It's fun for your audience, you know. If they, yeah, you know, if they know you, it's fun to see them, and you know, wink, wink. Here they are. Yeah. Okay. You'd do it uh, in a heartbeat, I w- dude. I would absolutely do it. I would absolutely do it. I would fucking yeah, but I wouldn't. You know what? Maybe I would want to be killed in every single one of the movies I was in. Just oh, do some it. fucking oh my god, they killed Kenny, you know, South Park style way. Right. Just to have like the makeup effects crew on you for like a day, getting everything ready, <laughs> and then bam, there goes your head. Must be great. But even if it even if it has nothing to do with anything, like even if it's like a a, a romantic comedy, just in the end, they're like, Oh my god, someone jumped off a building and it would be me, you know? <laughs> There's just nothing to do with anything. Just cr- your credit at the end is splat. Yeah, <laughs> um, five dumbest game show answers. Uh, this was a lot of fun to pick from because there was a million of them, Tyler. Oh, yes. Um, so from Family Feud, what's a boy's name that starts with the letter H? And the answer was Jose. Oh, my. <laughs> that was really good. Uh, yeah. The next one also Family Feud. Name something only worn by children. The person hit the buzzer and said clothing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I want to tell I want to be a game show host. I really, really want to be a game show host. I think you'd be pretty good. You're very charismatic. You do talk like an auctioneer. I, yeah, I, I, I think you'd be great. <laughs> you know, Pat Sajak makes three hundred twelve thousand. Wait, three hundred twelve thousand dollars an episode, and he only works four days a month. Jesus, man, I heard some weird statistic like that about Judge Judy also. Doesn't she oh, only work like like 20 days in a year and she's the highest paid uh, person in daytime television? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Is she? Yeah. Is she still going, Tyler? Are there new Judge Judy's or no? No. So what happened actually recently <clears throat> is um, I don't know if her contract ended or CBS or whatever didn't just renew it, but she left for some reason because she was unhappy and she's now on Amazon. 
No way. She no has way. some on show Prime? on Amazon. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Wow. That's that's crazy when you're already a legend and like they call your bluff and you're like, seriously? Yeah. And now, I mean, but I'm now, not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised you got snatched up after a minute. And you wind up on what? Like the second highest, you know, accessible streaming platform available. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have you seen her new show? I'm, I'm going to look into it like right after we hang up. But but have you have you looked at it? Have you seen it? No, I haven't looked at it. Cause I, I don't right. know if it's, I just want the, I want the show we know and love. I don't want, cause I know yeah. she produces that show hot bench and whatever, where there's like a panel of judge. I just want her just shouting. That's baloney at people. Like just give us, <laughs> give us the basics. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, the next one up number three is also from family feud. Name something that's hard to do with your eyes open. Buzzer immediately rings. The person said, read Oh God! Wait, what part of Florida were these people from? <laughs> uh, number four, also Family Feud. Name something that comes in pairs. Buzzer oh. rings. Guy yells out bananas. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and the final one. I mean, there's so many. There's so many. Just look up dumbest game show answers, and like, if you're ever feeling bad, just look up dumbest game show answers. I promise you'll you'll your mood will change entirely. <laughs> Tyler, your mood will change entirely in 10 minutes. I, I guarantee it. I promise you. Yeah. Um, the final one I have here is from Jeopardy. Uh, so I didn't want it to be all family feud. Um, the final one is Jeopardy. The question or phrase was 100 plus assists in an NHL season has been accomplished 11 times by this player. Uh, buzzer rings. The person yells, who is Magic Johnson? Oh, man. <laughs> and you have to look extra stupid if you get something wrong like that on Jeopardy. Because they, they yeah. screen your ass to be on Jeopardy. Yeah. It's 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 crazy, man. Um, because this is episode 75, I just looked up some things that are interesting regarding the number 75. So five things are uh 75 is the atomic number of rhenium, R-H-E-N-I-U-M. 75 is the age limit for Canadian senators. Um, what is it? it? The age limit for Canadian senators. They can't be over 75. I, I'm, you know, I'm kind of on bar with that. Um, I'm 100% on bar with that. I think you should be a certain age up and a certain age down. Like, I don't want a 20-year-old senator. And right. I also don't want an 80-year-old senator. Because, you know, you have to be kind of, I mean, to be in a position like that, same with the Supreme Court judges, you kind yeah. of have to be you kind of have to really understand and be one with the times. Exactly. Exactly. Because, I mean, cause I mean, everything is constantly in flux and changing and you know, you you have to adapt with the times. Yeah. So uh, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Um, a common name for a Canon D 75 model 1897 was a French, uh, world war gun. Um, mm. What else? Uh, French World War One gun. I'm sorry. Uh, the department number of the city of Paris is 75, which is interesting. When you hear like, you know, we're in the U.S., so we're used to 911 being like the police department. But in a lot of Europe, it's 999. And in other places, it's 119. It's it's really interesting. That's something that I recommend everyone look at. Um, that's something that people don't think about when they go on vacation in another country. Know what the emergency number is. That seems because like such an... I'm sorry, go ahead. 
no, I know it seems like a shitty thing to have to look at, but honestly, like if you're in, God forbid, if you're in Paris and something happens and you press nine one one, nothing's gonna happen. You know what it's I mean? A, it's a sex line. Yeah, right. It's a sex line. Like it's it's something that everyone should look at. It's it's just my random tip for people traveling. Look up what the emergency number is. Look up what your nine one one is. It, it was like I to me, it's like it's such an American thing. Like, what if it's like one one nine all over the world? And we're like, no, nah, you know, fuck that in the metric system. It's nine one one. And we're driving on the right side. Fuck it all. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. USA. USA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, the final number 75 thing is the number of balls in a standard bingo game in the United States is 75. Wow. So that yeah. is a great minutia piece of trivia. There you go. Dude, I love bingo, man. Like it gets intense, <laughs> like for such a slow game, like that shit gets intense. Like, you know, you're you're one number away on the cross, on the diagonal and on the down. And you're like, God, please call B5. Please call B5. Oh, and then yeah. like they call some other number and some asshole yells bingo. And you're like, fuck, man, I was close in five different directions. Oh, dude, you're ready to throw your Sanka across the room. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, Seal, do you know what Sanka is? Right in. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, Tyler, I have five would you rathers if you, if you would indulge us. Oh, OK. I want to start Uh-oh. adding these would you rathers in every episode. I think they're hilarious. I'm still laughing at the rat tail versus mullet thing. Are you going to? Uh, I'll do it with you. Mm. Uh, would you rather be a high school teacher or a professional clown? Which I, <laughs> which they're not that far apart, to be honest. <laughs> I'll take high school teacher for a thousand. Yes, I'm. I'm with you. There's at least there's uh, there's a little more dignity there, but not much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, would you rather be able to control animals or see into the future? Animals, baby. Come on. Come on. Same. Same, man. Same. Uh, would you rather be able to shrink down to the size of an ant or grow to the size of a skyscraper? Ant. I'm going skyscraper on this one, man. Fuck why, that. Why would you do skyscraper? Because if you want a power, and this is this is the thing where you're more of a tactician and I'm more of a balls out guy. Okay. You're like, I can get a lot done if I was the size of an ant. I could sneak in a weird place and all that. I could be like, you know what? Like, if you guys don't treat me right, I'm about to become a skyscraper and kick the fuck out of your city. So, you know? That's true. Like, like I could go super villain in a minute, but you can go Mission Impossible. So, you know what? Maybe the ant is the right choice here. You could run. Yeah, you could rule the world within 20 minutes. Yeah, if I was... If I was skyscraper size, like, yeah, trust me, like, people would be in, in, in in real problems. Yeah. Um... Would you rather be famous on the internet or in real life? That's an interesting question. Like, okay, so it would be like, who, who's a big influencer? Who's the like the big, is that like Kylie Jenner kind of deal? No, because she's real life uh, famous too. There's a guy named RM Drake. He's a poet on Instagram. He has like 2 million followers. And nobody knows who he is, really. Is that is that he's kind of he's a poet? Like he writes poetry. Yeah, like he's I don't know that people know what he looks like. Okay. Oh, so almost like a like a Banksy kind of deal. Like a but Banksy like, kind of thing. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a good one. I don't. What would you choose? Uh, you already know, Tyler. I would rather be. Uh, I want to. I want to <laughs> sit at a restaurant. They'll be like, "Oh my god!" Right. Look, the, look who's next man. to that guy. This is <laughs> the know, man who wants to be, be as tall as a skyscraper. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's not much of a question Tyler you know if I want to be skyscraper size I want people to know my stupid face you know right no that's true 
Are you going internet famous, Tyler? Maybe. I, I don't know. That's a tough one. Really? Yeah, let's just go. Let's go contrarian. Let's go internet famous. All right. Um, final one I have. Would rather date a girl who won't stop talking or date a girl who won't stop texting? Dated both. One in the same person, too. The multitasker. Wow. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the, probably the... talking. I, I mean, because I, I get really annoyed when people are on their phones too much. Even yeah. just seeing them, like like people who are alone on the street, just walking on the sidewalk with the phone. It's just yeah. like, God, it's just anyone could just take you out right now and you yeah. would never see it coming. Like, it's just, oh, my God. <laughs> but the talking... I'll... I mean, if you get one that, you know, has stuff in common with you, it could be fine. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I think same answer. Same answer yeah. for the same reasons. Okay. Um, oh, good. Something, something that I was thinking about recently, and I wanted to bring this up the last episode on episode 74 when I had you and Seal on together. Um, it's, it's hard to ask this question because it's not fair for you because I already have something planned and you're going to pick something out of a hat. So I'm going to ask it in a weird way. What's the stupidest movie that you can that you've ever seen that just immediately comes to mind? I'll go first. I'll not go the, first. Not the worst, but the stupidest. The stupidest movie, like a movie you saw and you're like, "What the fuck just happened? Why did I see this? Why does this exist? How dare they do this to my eyes?" Oh God, the possibility. So you see, for you, you're going to. <laughs> <laughs> you're going through you're going through a library right now but yeah. i brought it up because i have something that i saw right go for it so the stupidest movie i've ever seen was in 2016 and it was called sausage party oh yes did we we saw people together didn't we we did and it was at the the galleria in sherman oaks oh yeah let me just tell people for for people who have it i'm just stalling for a minute so you can come up with a good answer um sausage party uh the synopsis of the movie is life is good for all the food items that occupy the shelves at the local supermarket frank played by seth rogan who's a sausage brenda played by Kristen wig the hot dog bun uh teresa taco and sammy bagel jr played by edward norton can't wait to go home with happy customers soon the world comes crashing down as poor frank learns the horrifying truth that will eventually become a meal after warning his pals about their same fate, the panished the panicked perishables devise a plan to escape from their human enemies. This was the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> right when they almost get to something, the movie ends, and it ends in a way that's disrespectful to the audience. They're just like, uh, what would you do? Nothing, because I'm a fucking cartoon, and this is a fucking cartoon movie, and this is just some shit we thought of. And Did that's they do how that the movie at the end? Yes, they do do that at the end. Oh, man. This is the dumbest fucking movie I've ever seen in my life, Tyler. I hope I stalled long enough. What do you have? This was a tough one, but I... I, Because you brought up a comedy. I'm going with Boat Trip. You remember with, that one? Uh, with uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Yes, that the movie that destroyed his career. Uh, the one where he played gay? Yeah, that one. To, I, and I don't even remember the reason why. I think he wanted a girl or something, and she worked on a gay cruise, so the only way he could get on was to pretend to be gay. Yeah. And 
Like, I, I know that's not even the dumbest, but for some reason, when you said sausage party, like that stupid raunchy comedy shit came to mind. Yeah. And it, uh, oh my God. I, I yeah, think Will movie... Ferrell was in it too, and briefly, and <laughs> like you never saw really any of those people in anything quality after that movie. Yeah. I I hate to say this, and I know I'm probably on an island of one, just me by myself, but I, I don't think Will Ferrell's like, as funny as people think he is like people gush over his movies and his comedy and all that shit. Like he's funny in some things, but I just think he's trying too hard and he's not as funny as people like to think he is. He, yeah, his movies are like, there's a lot more misses than hits, but yeah. I, I think he was brilliant on SNL. I think that he did an, an incredible job and brought that, that a may lot be of true. life on there. Yeah. Yeah. That, but that yeah, may be true, but it's, but yeah, so he's very tolerable for a four minute sketch, but it's hard to have that exactly. for an hour and a half. Exactly, exactly. I've seen many things with him. Um, what's that thing called, Tyler? Funny or Die, right? Oh yeah, exactly. There you go. I've seen him on Funny or Die. I'm like, that was fucking funny. But then exactly like you said, I don't want to see an hour and a half of this guy. Like I can't, like it it runs out. The yelling and like the just the stupid face and like it just runs out for me it's tiring and you know one of the the differences between because i think a perfect comparison for his fame and the type of movies he did and does still is jim carrey because jim carrey is actually a really good actor he and is there there is. are times in dumb and dumber in ace ventura and the mask the trifecta of him where mm -hmm. not only does he go over the top Balls to the walls, just way into it. But there are moments where he stops and acts. <clears throat> yeah. Where Will Ferrell really doesn't stop and do that. It's just constantly, you know, ah, 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 ah exactly. Kind of shit. Yeah. So, exactly. Where's the where's the range? You know, and it's someone playing the same character, and that's how I feel about um, what's that guy in Arrested Development? The main uh, character. What's his oh, name? Oh, Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman and Richard Gere and so many other actors like that. Like Richard Gere, has he ever done anything other than be him his fucking self with his stupid fucking face? Like, has he ever done anything else? <laughs> He'll always be Dr. T and the women. He's always playing that charming, charismatic, you know, pretty woman character. I don't fucking character. get it, dude. I don't get it. Like, how, how do you have an agent like that? Like, how do they just land your role? And he's like, okay, what's what's what am I doing? And they're like, just fucking go and read the script, dude. Just fucking go and read the script. It's the, I guess it's just that personality that people, you know, gravitate towards. It's marketable. I, I guess, man. I don't know. I don't know. I did see Jason but, Bateman uh, on a commercial where he's playing a caveman. That's different. Yeah, but even then, like, it's not like a stretch. Like, he doesn't really. I, I mean, know. I'm just, I'm kidding. You know, it's just, it's, <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. I mean, do you feel the same way about like Michael Sarah and? Um, I think Michael Sarah is another good one because he basically plays the same thing too. He he does. He does like that awkward, goofy. The same way we talked about a few episodes back. The same way we kind of we talked about Ryan Reynolds. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's a person. It's a one note fucking song, and it's like okay, so now it's this one note song in yeah. this movie, and now in this movie, it's like, dude, we know what's gonna be. Just like The Rock. Oh, so he's the big guy who's like a police officer or, you know, like, okay, dude, come on. Right. No, I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Look at Jeff Daniels. Like, you know, when you talk about Dumb and Dumber, he was he was in very serious roles. He was in comedy roles. He was like, Jeff Daniels can do anything. That's right. Yeah, he's, he's an actor, actor. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And I believe reminds- Oscar nominated at least. I hope so. Whatever that last thing he was doing is um, with it's like a serious one about like the government or something like that. It was I think oh, it's the Comey thing. Yeah, like he's he's very very good. He's very very good, and people like seeing his career would be like, wait, that guy was in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, twice, twice exactly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he and in the second one, he had I think maybe the only funny thing in the entire movie where he walked up behind um the lady and was like, "Excuse me, sir," and he just kept talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how do we get so? Here? I, I we're just talking about like shit actors like Richard Gear. Oh, okay. Which <laughs> rightfully should be called Richard One Gear because that's all he has, you know. Is he still alive? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Oh, oh my. Um, he's old though, isn't he? Like in his seventies. If dude, he's like, been in his seventies all our lives. Like he's had white <laughs> hair and looked exactly like that our entire. Just like uh, what's his name, Morgan Freeman. He's been him all my life. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, Richard Gere has Leslie Nielsen syndrome. He's had white hair for <laughs> he's Steve Martin, and they've just they've all been sixty years old from the beginning of time. I don't know how they do that, man. And then one day they die, and you're like, I thought that guy was dead, and then it's sad that they're gone. You know, just like exactly. Bob Barker. Like I keep looking up if Bob Barker is alive. I'm just at this point, I'm just checking in on him. It's just a wellness check. Every my whole Google feed is is Bob Barker still alive? He's busy spaying and neutering those pets. Yeah, so. Tyler, 75. Um, I'm really happy we made it this far. I'm really looking forward to doing more. I love these. Um, we're actually getting a little bit of a following. I've been going through and, and looking at, because I'm OCD with these things, I go back and look at the numbers of how many people listen to our episodes. It's actually starting to climb. Like We're in double digits every single time. I know that's like a funny thing, but it's it's every single time now. It's not bad. So it's it's getting better and better, and I love it. And... I slowly love but surely you. slowly but surely um what should be the takeaway from episode 75 tyler never give up on your dreams yep <laughs> even if people say you're crap and they're right still do it exactly look at richard gear look at richard gear you could be the richard gear just like tyler and i are the richard gear and will ferrell of podcasting <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's the takeaway uh, <laughs> that's the quote that's going to be this tagline if we ever have a poster we're the richest yeah. here will barrel of podcasting i'm gonna i'm gonna pull that that will be the little clip of this episode um the last thing i want to see is tyler do you think you can get jack parr on the episode next time <laughs> the og tonight show absolutely is he i mean what's he doing now i don't know not much he's on par with richard gear oh that's fair um episode 75 tyler what's gonna be the song of the day for episode 75 uh why don't you go first my song is and i heard this recently on the radio i was i was driving and i'm sorry that every fucking thing i say comes with like a little story um (laughs) i was driving and there was just trash on the radio and i just turned on cd the band is called garbage eric yeah, the ba- <laughs> yeah, they're no longer trash. Now it's garbage. But I was driving and there was nothing on the radio and I just pressed CD on my car. I don't even know what CD I have in my car. But it was uh, the Minutes to Midnight album and the song Leave Out All the Rest came on and I was fucking belting this song along with the with the radio. I put I put it on like 15 to 20 volume, like pretty high 
And I was just belting this song. So Leave Out All the Rest by Linkin Park is the perfect episode from episode 75 because we leave it all out every single time for you guys. There we go. What about you? Let's go with uh, let's go with a funny one. Let's go with um, uh, um, God damn it! What is it called? It's the Weird Al song. Um, <laughs> I got it on eBay. Oh, um, the uh, the Star Wars one. Um, the the God American man. Pie spoof. God damn it! I I had it in my head <laughs> and it just left. Uh, whatever the Weird Al episode one Star Wars song is that spoofs American Pie. That's it. Thank you, Tyler. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> We're ending I'm it strong. Sorry. I'm sorry you all had to hear that. <laughs> Jeez. All right, we'll see you here on 76 or whatever the fuck it is already. There we go. <laughs> Bye.